bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Keep talking, I'ma give you some. Just keep running and running and running. Honest with you, being 36 and still single, never married, and I'm gonna have to ask you a question, Tasha. Is the second marriage easier than the first one? No, because even though I've grown, I'm technically still the same person. I got you. Like even though you learn to deal with your flaws, they're still there. Okay. So that's what presents the struggle. But I think the difference is I went into this marriage with a different perspective. Okay. Knowing that. To people tell you, yeah, it's going to be hard. Kind of what you guys were saying right. earlier, like, hey, explain the hard to me. So understanding the different level of hard it was going to be. Okay. Um, but we just kind of said going into it, no matter what, we were going to hang in there. Okay. And that was really our attitude. So that may make it easier or harder, but I don't know. But, I mean, I have to say everything he just said is true. I, I'm sure if my husband was here, he'd say, yeah, I don't have to ask you for permission because I'm sure there are times that he just knows I'm not going to agree with something and it ain't worth the hassle and right. he just say no. And that's just annoying so somebody. I never hear about it. Right. I'm sure that happens. <laughs> and even when you talk about the emotions and the pride, I always have to say, if he strokes my emotion, I stroke his ego. Okay. So that's really how it works. But I think, like I said, it goes both ways. I got it you. should go both ways in a relationship. Like, I got you. There are times I'm just going to say, hey, it ain't worth it either because I know as a woman, we know how far to push our man. Just like as a man, you know how far to push your woman. No, we don't. You know. You know. Y'all, y'all levels. It, it, I mean, it, it changed based on the day and our mood, what we ate that morning, how we feel when we get out Jesus. of bed. That's true. That is a one hell of an independent variable. It's true. Yeah. See, because like I, like I was saying, being 36, single, never married, no kids. Sound like I'm doing good. I've become more emotional than I've become prideful. And there are things that I don't do anymore because my emotions are involved in it. Like they're they're like I, I can't get um if I'm not being satisfied in ways that I need emotionally now. And I know this 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 sounding really um mature. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Because I'm not satisfied in ways that I need to be met emotionally. There are things that I just don't want to do anymore. Like it's one of those, hey, you know, I need this, 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 and this. Don't touch me. Hmm. I'm cool. Like, and and it's crazy because it 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 was one of those, hey, you know, I realized that I, I'm this ain't football. I can't just mm-hmm. you know get up and do what it is that you need me to do mm-hmm. when the whistle blow. Right. No. But I mean, you also get to the point where you just want more out of life. Right. Like, this you realize true. there's more to life than just what I'm doing every day. Right. Right. So, I don't know. This is this is this has been a fun one. We're going we gonna to come back. Uh, you know, let's, let's keep the party going. Uh, <laughs> so, let me ask. Let me ask this. And I'll ask you, Tasha, first. What's the most important thing that you've learned in your life? What was your life like before you learned it? And what was your life like after learning it? That's tough. <laughs> I'm telling you, they asked me these questions. You said, what's the most important What's the most thing important thing that you learned in your life? That it's not all about me. Okay. Now, what was your life like before you learned that lesson? A lot of heartache and disappointment because I was always let down because I wanted everyone else to put me first. Mm. And I wanted all the decisions to be about me, what I wanted, and how I would benefit from it. 
and that's not how life goes. So along with that came a lot of heartache, a lot of disappointment, a lot of late nights in tears. Okay. So what was life like or what is life like after you learned that lesson? Well, I'm still learning it, I'll say. But I think <laughs> the difference is you don't have those disappointments. The expectation is a lot different because now I recognize it's not all about me. If I come out of this with what I wanted, great. But I don't go into it thinking that it's almost like, and we say this a lot of times about the younger generation, <clears throat> but it's true for us too. We go into it thinking people owe us something right. because it is all about me. Mm, entitlement. Yeah. So now that I've kind of realized it's not really all about me, that that level of disappointment is no longer there. And okay. so things that would hurt me, I'm a very emotional person. So things that would hurt me to the core. Now they might just scrape a little bit and then the next day I'm over it versus three days of me lingering in that moment. Okay. What about you, big bro? Ask the question one more time. What's the most important thing or what's the most important lesson that you've learned in your life? One of the most important lessons that I've learned in my life is that everybody don't have to like me. What was your life like prior to learning that lesson? A lot of a lot of dependency on people's perspectives about my mm. my individuality. Am I good enough? Mm. Uh, did I do enough to sway them to want to be in my presence? And not understanding that I am enough. Okay. So. And what's life been like after learning said man, lesson? Please, I, when I tell you, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, and no, I see it like I, I don't. I'm no longer confined by the. I have to meet an expectation. Right. I have to. I have to. Uh, you know, I have to present my best person. Hey, listen, I'm gonna need you to de- see the jacked up me. Because if you can love the jacked up me, oh man, my best person. That's that's man. You in heaven with that. Um. Yeah. I I, I struggled. I struggled with. Um, acceptance. Okay. Because I, I, I want it, again, impact. Right. Goes back to that impact. I wanted to go in an environment and I wanted to make people say, mm, man, what were we doing prior to your arrival? Right. And so in that, I did things, I presented, I act in a way that in some instances was shortchanging me. Put me in a box. Right. Man. And it was stressful. I got you. Mine has been accessing the situation before setting the expectation. That's the most important lesson that I've learned. Yeah. Life before that, yeah, I would set an expectation, yeah, and then go into a situation and end up pissed off because the situation didn't go any way that my expectation was. So, hear me again I would go into a situation with expectations of how said situation should go mm-hmm. prior to ever knowing anything about the parties involved in the situation, okay. And then when I got into the situation, it didn't go the way that I planned. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now that I've learned how to assess mm-hmm. the situation first 
and then set my expectations. It's like when you were younger going to an amusement park. Okay. You from Florida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bush Disney Gardens. World. Yeah, Disney Bush World. Gardens. So you Universal Studios. Right. You going and the first thing you say is Disney World. And all in your head is I'm enjoy all these rides. Right. I'm gonna see you know, uh, Goofy and Mickey, and yeah. we're going to take pictures, slap five, and all that other stuff. So the difference is, is once you get there, you got these long lines you got to wait yeah. in, yeah. and, you know, maybe Mickey ain't on duty right now, right. and you can't see Tinkerbell because it's daytime, right. not right. night. Right, right, right. Yeah, all that other stuff. And I say Tinkerbell because I love Tinkerbell. Like, if I ever see her on the streets, I'm going to have to shoot my shot. Um, anywho. That's that's no judgment. Hey man, let, no note. judgment. That's man. sexy fairy though, man. Um, but Can you imagine, ra- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those wings. Once you understand uh-huh. that, if I go there, unless I pay for the super pass or whatnot, then I am going to have to stand in these lines. You prep better, right? Once you've assessed, right, what's going on, what's really there. Yeah. So I've literally had to learn how to assess the situation. Jobs, relationships, with personal, professional, love relationships, all that other stuff. I learned to assess the situation first, ask all the necessary questions, and then set an expectation. Mm -hmm. That's what's been taking me so long to move on things, too. Still assessing. But back to that other failure thing that I had, which was. Paralysis by analysis. Right. I don't ex- I don't assess so much to where I don't do anything. Okay. I say yes. Right. Assess, set expectations. Right. Based on what it is that I've seen. Respect. Respect. What are you gonna say about it though? I don't know. I was just thinking about. So one of my biggest things in life mm-hmm. is I don't. I don't expect. Okay. Expectation leads to, in my opinion. Expectation leads to disappointment. I don't give you the opportunity to disappoint me. Right. Um, because I'm the one hurt. Right. So if I go into a situation, if I go into a, 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 an environment, I tell people, manage your expectation, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I usually don't have an expectation. Well, what was you expecting? Nothing. Well, what you came for? Hey, I'm here to have a good time. Which is what my assessment turned into. Because once you show me who you are, yeah. then I know, oh, oh. set your bar here, brother. Yeah. Because if you set your bar here, you bound to hurt yourself. Yeah. You you gonna hurt you. Yeah, more than anything else. So I'm I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. But it, it's one of those now when I walk into it, I'm not walking into it. Um, and your wife would be able to speak to this. Clemson's basketball team has always been terrible. <laughs> so when I used to go to the Clemson basketball game, yeah, I went expecting to lose. Oh wow! So when we won, yes, exactly. In the face. In the face. Yeah. <laughs> so it was one of those things where I've assessed the team. Yeah. My expectations for the team is, yo, this ACC play, we going to lose. Yeah. When we win, I'm like, oh, that has exceeded my expectations. Yeah. 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 So now it's assess and then set your bars accordingly yeah. to what it is that you've seen. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, that was another one. That was a good one. I had to pray on that one. I didn't. I didn't. I'm lying. <laughs> Said he so, had to, but he didn't. <laughs> so, what's the best compliment that you've ever received? Wow. Um, 
the best compliment that I've ever received. Yeah. Yo, that's deep. And, and the reason why I say that is, is because I don't get a lot of compliments. Right. Um, you all right. Now, someone go, what? And, and, and for me, again, I don't, I have, I have minimal expectations from people. Right. And so the, you all right encompasses a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because okay, I, I going into an environment, I am who I am. Loud country. You, you, you going to know, oh man, that guy, uh, you either going to say, man, he's crazy or he love his life. Right. Um, and so, um, I had someone who, again, I was not putting on for, um, I, I really didn't care if they loved me, liked me, wanted to shoot me. I really didn't care. Um, I knew they were somebody in the community. Uh-huh. They, they were, they were someone in the community. Right. Um, matter of fact, there's someone in this country. Okay. Uh, and, but I didn't, again, because I had, I had arrived at that place where I, I am enough. Um, I had arrived at that place. And as a matter of fact, in that period of my life, I was fresh. Okay. In the place of I am enough. Um, and so I went to a, an event and I was who I, I am um, and had, had a great time. Had a really, really great time. Um, matter of fact, I had an opportunity to present some information um, at the event. Um, and, and so I went on throughout the night and, and the individual came up to me, a Caucasian man. Okay. And he looked me in my eyes and said, man, you all right? He's talking about Donald Trump, yeah. The devil is a lie. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, uh, I actually, his name is Bernie Marcus. Okay. Bernie Marcus. Um, um, he owns the, uh, he, he has partial ownership in UPS um, and okay. partial ownership in Home Depot. Um, but he fully owns the uh, Georgia Aquarium. Anyway, okay. um, came up to me. I knew who he was because I was uh, familiar in that realm of life. I was at an autism speak okay. event. Anyway, he came up to me. He, he looked me dead in my face and he said, you all right? And I looked at him. I said, thank you. Right. Now, again, someone go, well, he ain't say nothing. Ah, you don't understand. Um, for a person, a Caucasian older white man to come up to a black boy. Right. At that period, who was not at that time fully educated and well-versed in the uh, area of autism. Um and 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 I, I was just as green, but I had a passion for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and for him to come up and compliment me on my person, it validated the space that I had just arrived in of being enough. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was one of the best compliments I got because again, it validated a place that I had just arrived in. Okay, I got you. I I don't know just one <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, thank you has always been a huge compliment yeah. for me. It, and it's just, it's, it's always, and not one of those, oh, thanks. Like yeah, one of yeah, those yeah. real appreciative things. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that actually is a tearjerker for me. Yeah. Um, again, the older I get, yeah. the more emotional I get, Amen. the more I care okay. less about, Hey man. You know, be prideful for what. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's okay yeah. for men to cry. Wait, did, wait, did your daughter dance at church? I, yeah, I, I've been there already. Oh. I've been there already. Oh, that's there, right. Yeah. yeah, my niece and nephew. My niece and nephew. Yeah. yeah, my my um my niece and my son nephew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my niece and son nephew. Yeah, son-few. and just yes. seeing them, seeing them do things like even when they tell me thank you. Yeah, that's such a huge compliment yeah. for me because 
especially hearing it from teenagers who oh, don't yeah. appreciate shit. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just Give one of those. Choice. Yeah, like it's it's just one of them things. But the other one was because I know you're a man. Yeah. Yeah. That compliment. Yeah. And that coming from my father. Yeah. That that shook me yeah. because it was one of those. Anybody who knows me knows the relationship between me and my dad. Yeah. We we tight like yeah. frog ass cheeks. Yeah. So like it's <laughs> so it's one of those things where when he looked at me and said, You're a man because you're a man. Yeah. That that put me up there with him. Yeah. Because he's the only example of the, the greatest example of yeah. a man that I've seen. Yeah. So yeah. that was one of those huge like compliments. Yeah. And it was uh, I was I was in a jam. Yeah. And he goes it was one of those where I knew if I really 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 fell on my face he would have my back. Yeah. But I was falling I and you. I made a way. I got you. And he looked at me and he goes and I asked him, "Why are you in help?" Because you a man. Yeah. Now you a man. Yeah. And I was like, that was, oh, you good? I was like, I, I already told you, it's family atmosphere yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Got the game yeah. going. Yeah. Um, then uh, my daughter around her bacon is a uh, little. On her, easy, on her easy bake on oven that look like you can dry some nails and, in it. Uh, you know, I'm hungry, right? So this look, it smells like a red velvet cake and it smells like a strawberry cake all in one. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I'm hungry. Is it well? Boy, you got a good nose. That you got boy. a nose of a bloodhound. Hey, boy, let me you tell hear you me? Something. <laughs> <laughs> you tell you boy. I smell it now. I smell it now. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I mean. Tasha, what's the best compliment that you've ever received? Uh, <laughs> hey, we, we got kids in the room. We got kids in the no, room. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Ooh. <laughs> she had that look, y'all. Like, <laughs> So we'll reserve those. This we will time. reserve those for another time. Thanks for cleaning the rims on the yeah. car. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Okay. I'll behave. Um, and I almost always cry when I tell people this. Mm. So it's not probably to y'all. So on um, our wedding day, okay. my mother-in-law comes up to me. And she leans over and tells me how beautiful I was. And she says to me, she says, I always wanted you to be my daughter-in-law. Oh, and that really meant a lot to me. So my husband and I have known each other since we were 12 and 13 years old. So okay. we've been a part of each other's lives a long time. But I looked at myself as someone who wasn't marriage material because I had two kids, okay. an ex-husband, okay. and a baby daddy, basically. Because, you know, both of my kids had different fathers. So... Here I am bringing me and all of my pieces that come along with me, and right. I was still being accepted by them. It was, it and that's you. her only son. You coming to bring yourself, not your pieces, just you. You're right, you're yeah. right. <laughs> and this is her only son, uh -huh. and you know, for all that it's worth, a mother and their son, and she still saw me as worthy. Mm -hmm. So that really meant a lot to me. It said, that, hey, to your point, all of those broken pieces had been put together again. Gotcha. And I was not only worthy, but I was above it at that moment. I got you. So, to avoid crying, I'll just stop there. But, yeah. You almost jerked the tail out of me while you bullshit. <laughs> but I think this liquor got my tear ducts dried out. So. <laughs> the funny thing about this is, 
my mother-in-law is often perceived by people as mean because she just really speaks right. her mind. She's a very straightforward yeah, person. She got, she got that rest in bitch face. Yes, she does. Oh, wow. So the other day, RBF. I was at her house and I was like, you remember on my wedding day how you almost made me cry? She was like, uh-oh, what did I say? I'm sorry, did I hurt oh, your wow. feelings? I was like, no, you don't remember. She, totally oblivious to it. But once I told her, she was like, Who? I thought I was going to have to apologize to you, baby. You know, I can hurt somebody's <laughs> feelings in a moment. <laughs> but yeah. The thing about it is, her mother-in-law, like, for real, for real, I was like, Yo, that nigga mean. Like, off real. When I saw her, because I was like, Yo, who's that? That was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, that lady looked like she ready to cut somebody. And when, when it was at church. Okay. And Damn, she's like, she was about to cut somebody at Charlotte church? At church. I said, Yo, she ain't playing with me. So we, you know, church was over, old school. You know, the preacher reached out the door, shake hand. Right. Not necessarily, but she was at the door. That I was at the back door where she was exiting, and uh, you know, I, I screwed. How you doing? Because I didn't know where she was. She's about to give me a hug. I said, "Oh, she does exist. Like, <laughs> they humans. do exist." Like, exactly. But don't get it wrong. She will cut you if oh, she no, have I, to. Oh, oh bro, now, I, I know it ain't a front. It ain't a front now. But, uh, but she is a very sweet person. Yeah. And she loves your girls. That's funny. That's funny. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, this has been another episode of We Are More Than the Podcast. Um, we're more than questions. We're more than the questions. And I I still got a list of questions and I'm gonna come back to y'all with some more questions. Um, and I'm also gonna come back with you, Tasha, so you can you can talk about black by design. Y'all go support. It's dope. Wine glasses, Greek bracelets, uh, T-shirts, the the old ATL. Um, blessed, beautiful, strong princesses, smart. Um, lashes, afros, and lipstick. <laughs> That's just everything that was on the pink shirt just now. He was struggling with that one. Yeah, it, yeah so, but nah, um, man, again, appreciate you always opening the doors to the to the castle for me to come in and be the jester for a little bit and uh you know talk trash and ruin your relationship before i go home (laughs) any final words hey so check it out man yeah um all the listeners and whatnot man uh if you all didn't know my boy kel he ain't on stage um (laughs) stupid um (laughs) Y'all, y'all continue to support my boy um, because, as we all know, there is a lack of authenticity in conversation. Everybody trying to get on with some BS, man. And so, um, share. Tell your friends. Send some more questions. What we're trying to do, y'all, again, y'all, I said at the top of the hour, um, like we're on the radio show, um, <laughs> I said it's about impact, man. Right. All we're trying to do is have impact. And so, we can't have impact if you don't share it. So uh, we will appreciate you, man. We appreciate you, Kev, for coming down to the castle, as you like to call it. Um, just oh, it little, is the castle. Just a little, hey, just a this, little shack. This home is it's 700, and, no, <laughs> it's 7,258 square feet, y'all. I I'm repeat. assuming he's, he's <laughs> counting my neighbor's land nope. and my land put nope. together. I repeat, because it's my story, not yours. <laughs> I, I tell the lies the way I want to. My show, 7,282. Was that number I used the first time? It's okay. It don't matter. It's all right. It was a lie. Uh, the, but the, still. the lie, I don't care who tell it. Uh, minus 2,000. 
But anywho, <laughs> but nah, another episode of We Are More Than the Podcast. I'll see y'all in a little bit. Yeah. Peace out, folks. Peace. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want us. Look out. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. Keep talking, I'ma give you some. Just keep running and running and running.